It's time for off stage, so now you get on. What's up, Tom? So you get on? I don't know why not. Oh, that's pretty good. That's yeah, I don't want them to on. get off because then they're not going to listen. Okay. No. <laughs> you know, by the way, I had a, a new client this week, and uh, I really wanted it to go well, and it, and it did. It was an amazing trip, but I was for some reason nervous that that client wouldn't like tattoos. So oh, the I ink? kept it. Yeah, I kept it covered the whole time. Right. And when I actually got hired, I was like, okay, there'll be a time down the line where, you know, it's 90 degrees out. He's <laughs> he's going to have to figure it out. But you would think in the music industry it's not an issue, but you still kind of. But this wasn't music, though, was it? No, it's not. It's crossover. There's right. someone doing arenas. It, listen, I'm learning something new because there is a really nice field of security now for comedians because right. these guys are doing arenas. They're rock stars yeah. now. I mean, the way we imagine yeah. rock stars filling full arenas. Yeah, you're looking at the Kevin Hart's and the Amy Schumer's yeah. and those type of people who are filling up Madison Square Garden three nights in a row. Wow. So our job is literally the same. It's just, uh, you know, it's not a music show. And I was telling Sammy, the weirdest thing is when you're doing a rock show, you know, you're worried about, let's say, Metallica or Green Day or something. You're worried about barricades. Right. And people coming over and mosh pits. Jumping on stage. Every, all of it. Right. There's only one thing you got to worry about at a comedy show. Phones. Well, how come you phones? cannot have a phone even come out of your pocket. And imagine doing the former staples. Right. Why would you think? Video, because everything ends up on er, YouTube. Well, because yeah. his jokes or her joke gotcha. are now already out. So everybody's coming in. I do remember back in the day, remember when uh, Andrew Di- or Dice, Andrew Di- yeah. Everybody wanted to know the jokes because yeah. they're hickory dickory, Good, and yeah, uh, everybody's yeah. finishing. It was like a concert where right. they would literally finish. So the like sets. songs, yeah. Jack and Jill. <laughs> but think about it. Each with a buck and a quarter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gotcha. But with a comedian though, if their stuff got on YouTube or Vimeo or any of these places, it could, I mean that drives ticket sales down, wouldn't it? Absolutely. That's I think that's the issue completely is the concern and and you know this is something very personal that right. like writing a movie and all that that a movie you get one release this you you're bringing new material every week. But with so the phone thing, imagine you were in 2016 and it. No how do you how do you do that then? How do you? It's just in a, a silly process. Well, you advance place. the show and basically you put up about it. I'm not exaggerating. A thousand to two thousand signs. signs. So the second you walk in, you get into the parking lot. There's signs everywhere. Then you go get your ticket. I put him in as a joke in the stalls of the men's toilet. Smart. So <laughs> when looking. you're when you're peeing, you're yep. staring at this thing, yep. and it basically says if you heckle, which is argue, you can argue that one. Technically, right. you could get ejected, but it's saying don't use the phone. And and people going to the comedy show, paying good money for their favorite comedian, mm-hmm. don't want to ruin it for the other people. What about to check your text messages? Someone pulls out their phone, they hold it down here. It's all the way held. They're down. told basically that if you bring the phone out, you will be ejected. Okay. We're not quite that, but but still, you have you have it's to be a hard. Dark show. It's not a rock show. There's no right. lights, so you are literally in an arena such as Staples, and the only light you see. Is, is that on person on stage? But I have to say, you you know, working festivals in Donington and Coachella, where you have a thousand things right. to be concerned about health and fights right. and drinking and drugs and all this. You know, <laughs> one thing: don't bring your phone. You so, know? Yeah. what about the ink? Get back to that. So you to wore long sleeves. The client yeah. didn't see Well, your ink. you know, I, I don't know if I told you this. Years ago with Robert Plant, I was the same way. I mean, right. here's a rock and roll legend. legend. Obviously, he's seen tattoos. 
But I'm fully inked, and I just didn't want that to be what I was judged on. Yeah. So I covered up, and like the second day, it was 102. I was, was going like, to ask you, yeah. I, I was really like, that's coming off. And, you know, you could see him kind of checking it out and figuring it out. As far as bodyguarding other, you know, rock bands, right. tattoos just part of it. And they're used to it. They're used to it. I, I, catch up on I find it interesting when people, Sam, I don't know if you would do this. You know, uh, a guy I know up in Canada just put Motley Crue on his shoulder. Tattooed Motley Crue. Right. I get it. You love the band. When you're 80, are you still going to be happy of Motley Crue? With, with well, your... wait, wait. Motley Crue is hot in the 80s and 90s. How old is this guy? I know. Yeah, he's yeah. he's, he's not, not that old. That's what's funny. He's not that old. He just still loves him. And, but, but you have Mike, shields and you have yeah. meaning behind it. Mike, do you know how many people I see that come up to our bands with a face on their chest? Yes. That's what and our guy's reaction is, oh, my God. You know, it's right. like, I get it. We love this. But it's, it's kind of strange, you know, the same way, thinking, what's this lady going to do with a picture of James on her shoulder 12 years 12 from years now? Or from at now. the wedding, you know, with the strapless dress and a, right. a, a scowling James, you I know? don't think any guy wants to see that from behind. I like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> there's other issues. There's other issues. Because yeah, doggy, yeah. doggy style, yeah. she has that on, you know, on your back yeah. somewhere like that. The name of the band, maybe, A Picture of Another Man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a great point. That's I, yeah. a great point. I go back to those faces, people, you know, with pop stars today, be it Selena Gomez or Justin Bieber or Tisa, uh, Taylor Swift, Tisa Wizzle. I don't understand putting their faces on your yeah. body. Even the band confuses me because. Yeah, it does to me too. The well, way they see it. It crosses that weird thing for me about being in a 30, 40, or 50 year old wearing a jersey with another man's name on it. See, I've never. Yeah, I don't I mean, wear a jersey with another. No, I wear a right. gray T-shirt with USC or the name right. of the team. Right. But yeah. these guys walking around with jerseys with all the guys' name on it, you know, it's just kind of a weird thing, and it's totally cool for them. Totally cool. I, yeah, I'm sure it works for them, but I, <laughs> I laugh on the inside when I see them walking by. Yeah, I do. Wear, see, I don't. I, I don't wear. When I had Jordan, I was younger, right? Yeah. So I'd wear his jersey. Yeah. But only when I was in the gym because I wanted to emulate him yeah. on the court. Yeah. But I don't wear it out socially. Today, you know, I think Gurley, Todd Gurley, is going to be a freaking Hall of Fame yeah. potential running back. But I'm not going to be buying his jersey that says Gurley on it. Yeah. G-U-R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might get a Rams <laughs> yeah, yeah. jersey. I'm going to get one gonna... that says Manly. 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 <laughs> Todd Manly. That, I would you get Gurley <laughs> Manly. Gurley awesome. Manly. There yeah, you yeah. go. Wow. Well, I think even the number is okay. But in this little fine. weird thing right. of yeah. just having a man's name on your back or, you know, trying to emulate or be in your 30s or 40s or, you know, Right. Me, Putting the like, Astro Superman on your shirt, different. It's a, it's yeah, a make-believe superhero. Yeah, and yeah. you're having fun. You're having fun and, with yeah, that. And I got to tell you guys something funny. When I have guests come to shows like right. you, you and I have done many times, the last thing you do is oh, wear a shirt right. of that band. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> then you look like a fan, and I have you backstage walking by, and like you guys an like, woo, you know. So a friend of mine did show up, oh. and I had like my, <laughs> I kid you, <laughs> I had just come back from the gym, right during the show, <laughs> and I made him wear my workout Your shirt. Your workout shirt? That just stunk funny. so bad. And we're spraying him with cologne and going, trust me, this is better that than is. wearing that shirt. You're just going to have to deal with it. That's, that's well, I get a ton one. of swag. My whole thing is the great workout shirts. I'm yeah. like, dude, just cut the sleeves off and wear it at a That's gym. what we do. Yeah. That's what I do. So on Facebook about five years ago, I was at a Metallica show, and it was 120,000 people in Quebec Sheesh. City. And I... <laughs> I wore a Glee T-shirt ah. from the gay choir. I love called it. The Warblers. Yep. And I Warblers. cut the shirt, so the T-shirt had like the fake red tie, <laughs> yes. the whole thing. 
So I cut the sleeves off, and I now have to con someone in the Metallica crew. I go, bro, we're going to run out. I'm going to turn around, and you're going to just take a shot. And I can only do it for a second. Trust right. me. So I run out in front of the crowd, 120,000 people. And I turn around, so the crowd's we're cheering. Yeah, in the like back. cheering. They're like, what? You know, their arms are right. confused. I take the photo, and I'm trying – don't know what position you look cool in a, war- in a Warbler's cutoff shirt. Firmly, firmly. And then I'm like, is he good? He's like, no. I go, dude, take it already. And we take it off. Sweat's coming down. We get it. I run four feet and rip it off, throw my Metallica t nice. my black T-shirt back yeah. on. So it ended up being one of the coolest t- So on Facebook, what I wrote was Glee T-shirt, $20, Metallica ticket, $100, Wearing a, a Gleesh t-shirt in front of a Metallica crowd of 120,000 people. Priceless. priceless. Yeah. And That's I got priceless. such a reaction from that. <laughs> that one yeah. is priceless. That is outstanding. I do like, too, though, you have worn, uh, doing work with Metallica, you've worn Robert Plant. Yeah. You've worn yeah. other artists, and you're and, and they don't care. Oh, no, especially yeah. if they like. Yeah, listen, I'm not like going to wear a Bieber shirt in front of Metallica or anything. I can't no, afford a Bieber shirt. Or do I have one? Yeah, po- yeah. Hold on. I, okay, so yeah, we'll yeah. go to Caught in the Web, but this is not my Caught in the Web. But just because you said Bieber, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you guys all hear he got in a fight? Yeah, in Cleveland. In Cleveland. Now Floyd Mayweather is saying, "Hey, he's no bitch because he he stood up for himself." So okay, he's not taking photos with fans because he feels like a caged animal. Yeah. And he made a point. Listen, he makes a point when he said, "I don't owe you a photo." Well, you, I bought your album. You bought my album. You got my album. You like my album. You got what you paid for. Now, I don't agree with what he's saying because we've talked about this before. Celebrity kit. Yep. Be kind. Amy Schumer has an issue with fans right now and photos because one fan said, well, this is America. I paid for you. You owe me the okay, photo. I didn't hear that. Yeah. She took the photo yeah. and then she made the decision because of that negative experience. Yeah. I've made the decision, unfortunately, that I will limit, if at all, photos with fans. Yeah. Okay. Bieber just, uh, this and all that. So it gets hit. Yeah. It gets caught on camera. And then he goes down. Well, I loved it. Yeah, and supposedly he came up throwing it. Yeah, he's well, a, a lot of things came to my mind when that happened. And, what do and you think? Where's the security? That's the first thing. <laughs> no, obviously that's the right. first thing. But it would be a full-time job walking around. I mean, he gets hated on constantly. Oh, yeah. So with him, if he's making the decision to go public through certain right. areas, it's a dumb decision. Um, he's in a town that's pretty tough, and they yep, have certainly. their moments, and, and they probably have – they're not big fans of his. So he got to start using the back. He was supporting the cast. No, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Uh, and they could be like, you're a front-runner bitch, or you're just right. a celebrity fuck, or whatever. Right. Just hanging out. He's got out haters. No matter yeah. what. So, yeah, that was a whole weird thing. At this point in his life, he, you know. He needs to chill. Yeah, and he's an easy target, man. I'm not going to lie. He Anywhere he goes, he's going to be. Did you guys read the letter him. he put out on Instagram? No. After, after the fight? No, 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 before the fight. The letter itself made him a target. He, Like I said, he's correct that he doesn't owe you a photo. He owed you an album because that's what you paid for. Yeah. You got that. But to say, just the way he talks, so privileged, so, oh, it's me, me, me. Yep. Yeah. You know, then here's my advice, though. Stop buying this stuff. Stop paying attention to him and then see yeah. what he says. All right, anyway, just because you said Bieber. I no, I, I agree completely. So, yeah. Con the Web, you guys, we all love it. TR, since you uh, brought Bieber up, why don't you start? What, what, what's so, caught you this oh week? Oh, man. What's really since, caught you? Since we've seen each other, there's so much that's happened. There's so much good and bad. And, yeah, and, you know, with, we know we'll get into Ali yeah, we'll get and Kimbo and all yeah. these things that- May they rest in peace. Yeah. It's, oh. it's 
then and, and then we got the we got Gordy Howe the other Gordie day. Gordy Howe, it's threes. Yeah, it uh, in threes. It, uh, this whole year it's been it's not even threes. It's happening in three hundreds. Yeah, that's true. Wow, you're right. Ali, then Kimbo, and now Gordy. What's yeah. your on the web though? Well, I think it's just because as I was traveling, I was watching a lot of, of videos, and first of all, CNN should be called TNN because it's Trump, the Trump University. Oh, oh yeah. 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 And, and what caught me, and I was telling Sammy, wasn't that they made this pretty interesting video. You know, they they could find three people that would come out and say. <laughs> uh, but I knew one of them. You knew one yeah, of the people on the video? one of the main ones that they've been quoting and showing. Um, so when I watched the video, before I knew, I knew one of the people. I was like, here we go. What a scam. Right. They found three people. They're going to say all these amazing things. First of all, it was uh, – the school, as you know, is somewhat supposed to be just a real estate class. Yeah. They weren't allowed to use the word university. Right. There's a lot of stuff going on that, you know, they're postponing now uh, until of course, the election. after the election. Yeah. Um, so they, these three people basically just came on, said everything I've accomplished is because of this school. Um, none of them are in real estate. And these are the only three somewhat success, successful people they found. And once they came out, they were attacked and everybody went after them. And one of the things is this person I know who does have a security company right. said everything I learned I, I got from the class. You know, if once you pass almost not this is pulling way left field, right, almost right. a little Scientology because it was once you pass this two thousand dollar class, you got to pay up to, to get the, the next, next level. level. Now we're going to give you a lot more information, and that's. But the classes went up to thirty five thousand dollars. What? Yeah. Wow. And all it is, I, I just pulled it up on Wikipedia. American for profit education company that ran a real estate training program from two thousand five till two thousand ten. It was not accredited as a university or college, no, no, and did not classes, confer college credit. Yeah, yeah. But wow. But the word university. So I think when I, I a lot of this information is out there, it's been beat to death. I think for me, it just caught me off guard with yeah. someone I I know. And then today I read an article that it said lifetime Democrat represents Trump University, and that's couldn't be farther from the truth. This guy's a Trump guy. I mean, he's actually. Almost deleted him from Facebook because everything is Trump this and Trump that. Wow. Um, and he reached out to the Trump camp and said, I have this successful company and I like to say something positive. So I think they found a few right. people that did. But that just caught me off. And so that I, for me, that was that, the, That's crazy. Yeah. Sammy, what do you got caught up in? I've found a fun story here. A man charged with inducing panic after pulling a prop gun during a movie audition. He was trying out for an audition in Cincinnati. It was a movie that they were doing over there. And he didn't let the people there that were auditioning him know that he brought a prop gun with him. He pulls it those? out. Yeah, no, he pulls it out and starts firing it. And they have to evacuate the building because they thought it was actual gunshots. So no one knew this guy had a prop gun and he's pulling yeah. it out. Yeah. And uh, he just whips it out and he, st he starts firing off some rounds. Everybody panics. The police were called in. People were had to be like, there's other people in the building that they did the audition at. There's other businesses and stuff. They all had to be evacuated out of there. He got uh, charged with uh, inducing panic. Inducing. So it was on a movie set, you said? No, uh, it was an audition. Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> did he get the part? I, that, that doesn't say. I so was I'm wondering thinking, if yeah, they no, actually got the role. At the, at the front door, 
they're auditioning people and say, we don't have time to get the police. Can you act like you're a cop? We're going to give you a prop gun, and you just chase them around. It's a prop gun. Wow. You might get the role if you can yeah, act like yeah, a prop yeah. gun. Wow. What, right. do, what do you got? I'm going to go a little darker. And the first thing I want to say about before I get to what it is, we need to understand, as men and as women, consent isn't the absence of no. It's the presence of yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about the Brock Turner situation. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, okay. Yeah. It's ignited public outrage, you guys. Especially after he was sentenced to only six months in jail. Right. And, and, this guy's father wrote a letter that claimed, my son's life has been ruined yeah. by 20 minutes of action. Right. Fueled by alcohol and promiscuity. Right. Add to that, the defense lawyer, which as a father to a son and a daughter, and I've had these talks before. I've had them since now, and I'll have them after. The defense lawyer started questioning the woman based on what she wore to the party that night. Yeah. Almost saying, what were you asking for? Right. Well, we've heard that one many right. times. Right, many times. Yeah. What message, so my, when I'm caught in this, and what I really want to hear from you guys, traveling the world, Tom, seeing what you see in the different cultures. Yeah. Sam, with your training uh, as a therapist. Yeah. Counselor. What message does this send when, according to the judge, a prison sentence would have some severe impact on him? I think he will not be dangerous to others. Understand, this judge was a Stanford alumnus. Yeah. The gentleman was a champion swimmer. He could have been given a 14-year maximum penalty, but pointing out that he had no significant prior offenses, guys, that he had been affected by the intense media coverage and there is less moral culpability attached to the defendant who was intoxicated too. Yeah. And his excuses are all about alcohol. Yeah. They're all alcohol related in his apologies. It's never about the woman. Right. It's yeah. Like, I'm sorry I got caught up in peer pressure. I'm sorry I got caught up in the drinking at no point. And I don't know about you guys. We know a lot of people that drink. Yes. And it doesn't make you a rapist. Sam, I, could this guy, you cannot profit from a crime. His dad suggested, do you see the possibility of him being able to talk to college students from experience now to help prevent others from making this horrific illegal mistake? If the kid has any actual conscience. If he realizes he did wrong. Yeah. Then he can actually be helpful in telling people, look, this is exactly what you need to avoid. Don't go down this path. Right. It'll ruin your life. He could be helpful, but he could be equally as helpful after having served 14 years. Right. Right now, was he a poster boy for white privilege? Yeah. Well, I think that's a great point. Yes. We, we People looking from both sides, there's, there's just such a, a contrast. It's, it's a little hard to watch. I want, I want to read you one thing, then I want to ask you guys another question, because you guys, you know how I think, all right? Yeah. The victim wrote this, and this is where, with what Sam, you said, and with Tom, what you're saying. I don't know if he, who's being accused and now right. convicted of rape, Right. understands what he did. And what she said is, it is deeply offensive that he would try and dilute rape with a suggestion of promiscuity. By definition, rape is the absence of promiscuity. Rape is the absence of consent. And it perturbs me deeply that he can't even see that distinction. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can be promiscuous and be respectful of people's boundaries. You, really, what he did was a violation of physical human boundaries. And, and really, then, his, I think his dad is operating under this assumption that the punishment of being labeled is the uh, enough is the punishment. punishment. Is Absolutely. Punishment. No it question. is punishment, but not enough. No, but, uh, that label yeah, will but last would, would 14 years from yeah. now. That and he needs to serve the same time as everybody else. This judge really How long does the girl have the label in her mind the exactly. rest of her life and as it, a rape victim. Yeah, right. And the emotional damage, emotional does, damage, yeah. rape victim. And yeah. his thing is, I can't go into a public group anymore. Basically, it sounded like I can't go to a, a beer pong party anymore and feel okay and safe. Right, and poor, my poor son. Yeah, completely. That's the, for twenty minutes of action. Yeah, that's which that's was what that, got me. Yeah, from that's the father the part that got me when the father that, said yeah. that. Yeah, that makes me want to spit fire. I, I took it I dark. Know. I apologize, guys, but it's something that's really got me caught well, up. I've been doing is, a lot of, of yeah. radio about it and yeah. TV about it. And the biggest thing I, I want to remind people, and I said at the beginning, consent is not the absence of no. It's the presence of yes. Just because they didn't say no doesn't mean it's a yes. And I also want to say that, you know, a lot of these cases, were, the uproar also was, like we said, if that was a black kid, in Georgia, there's right. a chance. Oh, yeah. And all we really, really, really want as viewers and people who pay attention is an even playing field. Right. That we just want to know right. that everybody gets the same case, same defense. <clears throat> and, and, and that's very unrealistic. But I think that's when the anger comes in to something like that because, you, like Sam said, you, you're looking at a rich, privileged right. Stanford grad with right. a father who I believe was a Stanford grad. And a Stanford judge, it kind of reeks, right? And yeah. Then there's a lot of people that have lost their sons for something we just talked about, and so that's where I think a lot of the emotion comes from. There are people who are falsely accused that serve more time than this asshole is, right? Yeah. That's where right. they're saying right. possibly only four months. Yeah, that he'll serve. So I think now it's going to be a worse kind of arena for him now because it's drawn so much attention to the injustice yeah. that when he gets out, there'll be much more press following him around and kind of keeping up on this story. You're right. So not to go too far off, but there's been a lot of UFC stuff going on. Oh, man. And Ooh, yeah. one, of the, one of the things I wanted to talk about since I said even playing field is so Brock Lesnar – is is gonna be what's going on? He got a so, he got a waiver on, on uh, yeah, drug testing too. Yeah. So hmm. I think that's kind of what I was talking about, even playing field. So Mark Hunt, right. who he's got in fight, should have been told ahead of time so he could have juiced up a little bit, and then yeah. now get the safe, you know, three months or what four four weeks now, four weeks. Which I I don't know all the details about how steroids work, but I don't know if it can c- completely flush or if. The, the drug itself can flush out of your system, but the the, the gains don't necessarily. Right. And there's n- no real argument about the WWE wrestling and entertainment that that's been a big staple yeah. of how these guys maintain their health and size right. and all right. that. So when he crosses back over, supposedly, into this clean, clean league right now, right. that uh, to let him not have to Not test, have to be clean. Yeah. It, it's it's kind of tough. and. The reason I bring this up is it wasn't that long ago that Cyborg fought. And, you know, because she popped years ago, positive, it's always you're always going to wonder about if she's being drugged up. So my issue is we'll never, never know if Cyborg is still doing drugs. To the naked eye of someone who are around gyms, it certainly appears to right. be, and we can't prove it. So I just want to uh, clean 
playing field. And the UFC announcers just sucking on Cyborg being the greatest fighter of all time. She fought a girl that was eight and seven. And 30 pounds lighter. Yes. <laughs> and beat Jeez. her up. In, still not in a 16-second thing or a 14-second thing like Ronda had had. So that was kind of the frustrating thing to watch. And and we just had these amazing fights last week with Dominic Cruz, Cruz and Favor yeah. and, and Bisbon and all these amazing stories. And the things we get drawn into are still, is the drug field even? I go back, and I've said this to you guys before. I know we, we agree to disagree on some of it. Make it available to everybody and let them decide. Granted... If you choose to stay healthy, but you take a hit from somebody that says F it like Brock Lesnar yeah. wants to take it, yeah, you can hurt yourself, but you can also say no to the fight. Yeah. That yeah. was called pride. That yeah, was exactly. called pride fight. Pride fight. Yeah. yeah. In Japan, yeah. They, they, yeah. the contract literally said, we are not going to test you. Yeah. So you went in knowing you could and knowing the other person is. Yeah. So, you know, we had Bob Sapp and all these other guys. He's a, you know, but as far as the woman's thing, it, to me, you are talking about putting a, a mouth. Uh, drug, drug testosterone into, yeah. hormone into it so it does change things but when we're talking about the greatest women it'd just be nice to see them kind of clean but hey the UFC thing let's talk about one thing you guys you know that uh, one of their biggest correspondents is Ariel Halani this is the guy that they banned for life right yeah I heard originally, about originally yeah, yeah. what was the ban for he released some information about quick. UFC yeah uh, so let's talk about this we're doing an exception, isn't that, for Brock Lesnar? Right. We're, They're making an exception, exception. to the four-month yeah. rule. Yeah. And Dana's whole thing why Connor could not come is we cannot make an exception, exception. for right. you to not do press. <laughs> so that – and I love Dana White, but that came off a little hypocrite. Yeah, and he course. came off like an absolute bully. The bully didn't, on, he came off one. as a bully because he yeah. wanted Connor to do what he wanted, not let Connor well, think he had no power. And also with Ariel because basically – he waited to the very last minute right. and then called him. He didn't come. He called him again and basically said, you're banned for life. Go fucking work for Bellator. And he basically What did he ban him for, though? He released a story. I've heard nothing but great things about Ariel as a journalist. I like him. He's not great, but that's but just my journalist. opinion. What story did he release? So he released that Brock Lesnar uh. was going to headline about 60 minutes before they're going to do it on TV and pay-per-view. Wow. Part of a promotional package that they've spent money on, brought Brock out. He's doing a live feed. <laughs> and then I think 30 minutes later, they released in the band that goes on the TV that Connor is fighting Nate Diaz on 202. A 202, not yeah, a 200. No, but this was <laughs> also timed because it was just signed, and he broke that story also because the same, probably same insider. Same inside. Decide. So I personally <laughs> think it's bullshit that he released the stories because I think it's self-serving because all <laughs> I think is he's saying, I found this, I'm telling you, it wasn't a breaking news about war, it's the fucking UFC. And people that work for it, even though he doesn't, well, how's that not just putting the onus on? I got the scoop first. I'm the one who showed you this story first. It's all about him. Yeah. You're talking about every reporter in the world at this point, though, whether it's breaking news on a war or Kevin Durant's going to the Lakers. Uh, not yeah. that we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the person who broke the news of LeBron leaving Cleveland to go to Miami, and they thought he was crazy, but then he leaves. So I don't blame. I got to tell you, I, I have that to agree to disagree. That person works for the Times, or or they don't work. Yeah, but has completely. anybody ever heard this guy's name before he broke that story? Odds are no, unless you were. A, well, if you're a UFC guy, he's right. the main guy. But what yeah. about the 
people outside of UFC. Now, what about the ESPNs and the Fox Sportses and the, yeah. the you know the other big networks that might say this is a guy that knows how to use his inside scoop. This is a guy that's not afraid of the establishment. Then they'll hire him. Then they'll hire him. <laughs> he, you're absolutely right. It was self-serving. Yeah. yeah. Same reason why Stephen A. Smith to me is an idiot. Yeah, we know that. But this guy to me isn't an idiot. This guy to me said, you know what? He's trying you know, to play the martyr after all this went down. Well, does UFC, yeah. who's a billion, what, what yeah. are they saying? It's worth 40? 40 no, bi- four, 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 four billion? Four, yeah. Does this company that's worth about four billion if it's sold right now matter to me, or does my career, where I make maybe 120 and now I can go to 250, matter more? And I'm going to break the story first. And maybe I'll look like an ass to some people, and maybe Dana well, will ban me, but you know yeah. what? My insiders will still tell me. And so who cares if I, you can't stop him from writing about UFC. You no. can stop him. Can they ban him from a UFC event? I don't know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. They so can then just he ban just him from that. that. Okay, so then they can ban him from. So then he, he just has a to, life feed. as a ticket and go right. home and write the story, right? Or still uses. I, I, I totally listen, see what you're saying. I totally see what you're saying. And and he played the martyr and he got the press. Listen, this is why it upsets me. Do you know how much information I hear? Of course. Before a certain concert is released, or but you have morals and ethics, and you're not and, getting. Paid. And I knew about the Tupac thing before the hologram. Yeah, right. I but saw it the day before. You, so the, if I, I could have one been that inside guy that released it, who's a scumbag for telling Ariel that story right. anyway. He should be fired instantly. The guy who worked that's for you, you yeah. sign yeah, the contract. The you're you're, yeah. you're a fucking snitch, man. Congressional insider, yeah. organization insider with NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey, basketball. The snitches, you know, insider at the police station who doesn't want to be named because they weren't under authority yeah. to give this information. Had you released the Tupac hologram thing, how much would you have been paid? And would it have been enough to jeopardize your career? With this guy, in my opinion, he's saying, oh, my God, this is worth jeopardizing my career with just a UFC. I don't think he thought he was jeopardizing. No. I think, think he, yeah. he – Oh, I, come on. How would you not think that you just screwed them out of their big announcement – that UFC isn't going to possibly can your ass. Here's an example for you. When Magic Johnson announced that he was HIV positive back in 91, the news of it was broken three hours before he held the press conference. It was was done by Joe McDonnell. Right, but who could you... But the NBA isn't going to fire someone for breaking news about the NBA. I'm saying if this guy worked only for UFC, it's not like UFC has organizations and teams and different owners. If he worked just for UFC, in my, my I'm saying, or, guys, yeah, yeah. he or didn't if, care if he got fired by UFC because no. he's going to get hired somewhere else. Yeah, I, just I, I watched him when he got fired, and right. he, he did his show the next day, and he was, dude, it killed me watching him. He was such a martyr, and I, mm. I fell on the sword, and I did this for you. No, for who? bro. Who no, did you do it for? for? For free speech and media. It was a It was coming joke. out 30 minutes later. Yes, and that's my point. Six minutes later. It wasn't about yeah. war, or it wasn't like I heard there is a gunman at UCLA. But everyone Fucking wants to be the first. shut your doors. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the first in line, the first to get credit. So I don't want to hear BS from you that, oh, I did it for you. No, it's already being done for me. Yeah. It was and, already and being I done for me. I think that's my point. If it wasn't going to be announced by the UFC, I agree if this there. was a breaking story that saved lives, you know, there's a plane crash, Hold dude, different. I'm all right. for it. I'm not waiting for ABC. If you got right. the story, get put it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, which people do. But when you know that this is a project they spent millions of dollars on, to surprise people. Yeah, but he and, wanted and, the press. Yeah. So who got the press? Which is the bigger Here's, story now? Now, this is the big That's piece. The this thing. is the big point. 
from a journalistic perspective, he made a cardinal sin. He put himself ahead of the story. He made himself bigger than the story. Well, wait, he he released the story, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, because he released the story, he became the story. Yeah. So his intention was to release the story, Yahoo Sports, first reported by Yahoo Sports. Yeah. 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 You have to acknowledge who broke the story. Absolutely. They want to be the ones to get the credit for it, and that's where he's going to be making his money. It may not be through UFC, but now he might be getting more credit working for another organization covering all the different MMAs. By the way, they brought him back. Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. saw that they invited him back. I think part of it is because the reaction from press and a lot of fans were like, don't be a bully. Any chance yeah. it was you set know. up? What's that? Any chance it was set up? It is UFC. Any chance Dana said I don't think so. this will give us even more press? No. I don't think so because it reflects poorly on UFC at the end of the day for yeah, banning him. They took a lot of heat. Too. Yeah. and uh, Both the Fertitas and Dana White. I don't believe that they heat. are WWE style where the entire thing is staged, but you don't think some of what the UFC, not in the ring. Yeah. But out of the ring that that, that staged I, some of that. I don't right. think it's staged as much as the they're going to take whatever press they can get for it. One of the masters of doing that before a fight was Muhammad Ali. Yeah, really. I mean, he, rest knew, in peace. Yeah. he knew how to get the people's eyes on that situation by saying whatever he had to say, by getting people riled up, by going after his opponents. Remember who he did it with? Uh, Howard Cosell. Oh, Cosell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cosell. Yeah, I love Cosell, when people say, yeah. oh, he made Cosell. You know, those two made each other. Yeah. They had such – and when he when he passed, I, one of the things I wrote on Twitter was, I, I hope you and Howard Cosell are up there yeah. reliving all the stories. Because if you watch the videos of those two, you're right. Ali knew how to punish yeah. in the ring and publish before the ring. And it was all promotion. All, all promotion. of it was promotion. Yeah. Every time when he was fighting uh, the in the what was it the uh, Rumble in the Jungle, right? Every press conference was about throwing whatever he could at Foreman, yeah. getting him off of his game, getting him yeah. angry. So what are you doing? Really, you're going that's below. You're not going to the cortisol level. Yeah. You're yeah. going to the to the reptilian level of the brain. You're getting to our passion, yeah. which is what? Eating, drinking, sex. Emo- you're, you're getting to that reptilian level. And that's what Ali did. Yeah. And that's what just happened here with the UFC. It yeah. really ate at people. Well, and we see so many fighters that, you know, from Bisbon to McGregor, that that has become an art form. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Luke Rockhold on paper should have just beat the shit out of him. But something happened in the mind. Do game. you think he'll win his next fight? His, his title Luke defense? Bisbon? Yeah. Um, I don't know who he's fighting. I, he won't be favored no matter what. He won't be he, favored no, no matter he what. Won't okay. be favored. All right. I want to stretch it, if you guys will, for a minute on this uh, on how we define politics. Because we've talked about sports under politics and the tricks they play in sports. And, and is it political like, you know, the old-timer baseball? I'm going to stretch it a little more to music right now. Okay. Politically speaking, does it matter if we have seen the real Paul McCartney or he is a fake? The Hollywood I, Inquisitor. Oh God, are, you, are you at the supermarket again? The Hollywood. <laughs> the, was the Hollywood Inquirer or Hollywood Inquisitor? Were you came out buying the story. champagne and condoms you and this? you were at the thing? Uh, yeah. This is an old no. story. There was a no, docu- just hit the news again. Uh, no, this was an old documentary that right. was on Netflix years ago. Right. And, the, and now it's back in the news again. A fake Paul. But uh, Ringo Starr, who I can't wait when you hear what, uh, what, what Paul said about it, but Ringo Starr, who's getting older and out there, is afraid the story's going to die with him. And recently, somewhere in the last two to three weeks, he was interviewed. I believe it was the Hollywood Inquirer, the Hollywood Inquisitor, yeah. something like that, who McCartney did sit down with a week and a half later also. But Ringo said, Paul really did die in 1966. Pay attention to Sergeant Pepper. The name of the man, the character Paul plays, is the name of the man who is Paul. 
that we did a lookalike contest. The winner sounded like him too, has played Paul McCartney now, and we gave you many hints, and I'm afraid the story's going to die with me. My question to you politically on that, though, or, or from, a, from a standpoint is, even in the realm of possibility of being true, who cares? This man's voice, this man's talent, what this man has done, doesn't he earn the right to be who he is or who he wants to be? Are we talking about the fake or the real? If this is the fake Paul McCartney, McCartney died in 66, for real. And this guy, for all intents and purposes, is Paul McCartney. It's David Bowie changing his name from what it really was. So does it matter if there was a Paul McCartney 1 and now Paul McCartney 2.0 because he didn't come in at the end of the Beatles. He came in before they got big. So does it matter? So we we can debate if it's this true is, or not. Hey, this, what was does that it show back in the day? It was like name that thing, and if you knew yeah, the person, yeah. you had to step Set, out. Yeah. yeah, I've met him too many times. I'm stepping out of this conversation. Really? But I, I've seen him so many times. But you never. But you've never. If this story is true, you never met the original Paul McCartney. How, how do you know that? That's what I'm asking. You. Does it That's, matter though? What's that? Does it matter? Does if, it if, matter if that he's fake? That this might be the fake one or not? Because he's been performing. But as is he Paul. fake? He's Paul McCartney yeah, 2.0. Yeah, but does that really matter? If if what the if the story and by the way they call him Fall Fake Paul. Yeah, but <laughs> this is now Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr himself is claiming this story to be true. Yeah, because it's funny. Having fun with you guys. He's having fun. <laughs> he's having fun. But what I want to know is, does it matter? Because he what they weren't famous at that point. I know, I know what you're trying to say. Does it matter that he's been putting on a like not so the real Paul when at this point when he's been performing? 1966. Yeah. Oh, and the second one came in. Yeah, in That's 1966, the real Paul supposedly oh, okay. died, okay. and this Paul oh, stepped I could in. Care less, That's yeah, what okay, I'm saying. Sorry, yeah. I thought this somewhere. No, 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 no. This oh, is no. this isn't like Freddie Mercury dying and Adam Lambert saying, "No, I'm really Freddie Mercury." It's not like Adam oh, Lambert now man, saying you have to call me Freddie Mercury. Yeah, I should no. have walked away and come back. <laughs> yeah, no, this is one where does uh, it matter? That's yeah, what no, I'm it was back in '66. There was a car accident that uh, that supposedly took the life of Paul McCartney, and the Beatles were just at the point where they were starting to make a lot Started of headway, yep. and so they didn't want to break that momentum. They brought in someone who looked and sounded like Paul to fill it in. Yeah, and so uh, they, they and they video and, of, of the first one too. Also, the, listen, the photos they put up of. I guess there was a man, if the story is to be true, to be believed, there's a picture of the man named whatever the guy's name is and Paul side by side, almost identical. And supposedly. Because photos were so good back in 62. And supposedly the man they claim took over for Paul disappeared that year. But you're talking about a lot of people that had to be in on it, though. So I really don't care if it's true or not, but this guy's earned it, it, though. It's on the Inquisitor. It's got to be real, bro. It's got to be. I'm right. just saying, does it matter though? In, no, in the big picture, it's it 66. Matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. There, I, I brought up some pictures of fake Paul for you guys to look at. Now that here, that's the thing. Should well, it, you got to bring up real Paul though? Yeah, you, you need to compare real Paul to fake Paul. I, I think here, I think there it is. That's are. that's one right there. The one I'll I'll bring that one up. That's for a you guys. fake one. That's the fake one. No, no, no. They're too old. Those guys are too old. See, fake Paul. Yeah, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Oh my God, facts, official Tumblr. There is a conspiracy. It's been going on since '66. Came back in '69. Uh, let's keep looking at the screen. That's really good radio. Yeah. <laughs> we're hey, we're looking guys, at the screen. We'll be right back. Let's, I, uh, I just thought that was uh, in the form of politics, in the sense that no, is Ringo Starr yeah, yeah. trying to get political? Is he mad like Paul McCartney said that the Wings 
might be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and Ringo wants some kind of publicity now himself. I think really at this point, Ringo knows he can have fun with people on this kind of thing, so he's just trying to troll people. But do Ringo and Paul get along? I, I'm, I'm sure they... I don't know. I don't think they have any beef at oh, this Ringo point. Oh, Ringo said the reason that the band broke up is the new Paul and John Lennon never got along. And <laughs> yeah. that's what caused the breakup, not Yoko Ono. This is a picture of old Paul, like recently, and an old lady. <laughs> and an old lady. <laughs> you got to go. Just, same you got to Google image it. Uh, really, hey. that... Uh, the fake Paul argument's one that's going to go on Wanna forever. Want to put it to rest? Take real McCartney brother, yeah. test it against new McCartney, or yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah. DNA there? DNA there. I yeah, think we all. should have fake Paul go on tour with the Elvis that's still alive. <laughs> I believe it's Paul McCartney because I don't care what his, real, what his name is at birth or was at birth. Bowie's name was not David Bowie. We've been Boyd. following this guy for 50 years. Yeah. It's, whoever it is, I'm, whoever it is I'm this is Paul McCartney. And I've met him. He's a really nice guy. So right. It's, it's so that's good. why I, I, so yeah. I just wanted to Who knows? The real that. Paul could have been an asshole. So uh, right. we're, we're happy that we like we have good fake Paul. Do you guys have anything else for Paul Tricks? I got one more if you want. Yeah, do it, man. I've, I got one more. Mine was all bitching about the drugs and, and UFC. Charles Barkley said it's terrible. It's terrible. 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 You don't ever step over a player. Oh, this is a good one because this happened in game, game four. four. Yeah, NBA Finals. Draymond Green uh, took a hit, got took knocked hit. down by LeBron. It looked like he played it off a little bit. I mean, was it a, was it a hard hit? And that's all playoffs have been. A lot mm-hmm. of flopping by both teams. Was he so, flopping or was he was the momentum? No, I'm saying there's enough right. where that throws a real contact right. off a little bit. I agree. Yeah. That, looked, that looked more real and, and it could be was, because I'm anti-LeBron. Could be. It was game four. It was yeah. game four. And it got uh, real physical. There was a window where the announcers were, are, are these referees going to blow their whistle at any time? Yeah. Because people were getting elbowed and pushed. So, obviously, the players got to continue and see what they can get away with. And then at that point, right. when you get the physicality to that level, then as soon as someone touches you, you're flopping backwards to see if you can get a call. Yeah, so LeBron steps over Draymond Green as, he's, as he gets knocked down. And that's where the big thing is at this point. It's... Uh, well, first off, my uh, and now I'm going to get to this one later. Uh, Draymond Green's obsession with hitting people in the nuts because that came <laughs> up really. He he went after LeBron when he was getting up. He tried to throw his arm right back well, at did the you boys. Hear about his foot too. He said, "I yeah. don't know what my leg does. It just kicks it. Yeah. It seems yeah. I don't. I can't control my 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 foot. I can't control it." Yeah. That's what he said to Barkley. But he must be a good dancer though. Cause his, <laughs> his legs are always. Yeah. But and I grew up playing basketball. My cousin's the assistant coach. He actually signed a four-year deal with the Memphis Grizzlies. He's nice. Yeah, Congrats. he's on a fast track to becoming a head coach one of these days. Wow. Basketball's in my blood. There is no bigger disrespect than getting walked over That's by somebody. Right there. That's a so the pile trick to me here is LeBron knowing at that point he's getting shown up on the court. He is three games out of four, and instead of walking around Draymond like Draymond said would be the right thing to do, he walks. Over him. Yeah, instead of, which would have been faster to just go and take the direct path, you know, he didn't even have to go over him. He could go walk straight towards the basket. What he ended up doing was going out of his way to step over somebody. And it's not even like, you know, when I I remember when uh, Scottie Pippen dunked on Patrick Ewing and stepped over him. Right. That was like, you know, an emphasis, you know, exclamation yeah. point on a dunk, a dunk moment. This was a meaningless play that he didn't do anything. And he just knocked no. him over and chose to walk over him and just... That that was done strictly to no as an insult. But also, there's such a frustration level at that point. Yeah, they're they're down possibly three games, but at that point they're down two two to one. Yeah, and yeah, at that point they're down they, two to one. And the Warriors yeah. took a nine point lead about that time, mm-hmm. and they were just losing the momentum at home. And LeBron's in their mind, arms, everybody's yeah. thinking yeah. Warriors win that game. So I think obviously he was trying to send a message. 
I found it funny later when there was an out of bounds play and he was literally hanging on to Curry. It just showed it up close. They didn't oh, call yeah. LeBron was? Yeah, yeah, he held him, held the jersey, yep. then him. Oh, yeah. And then there was a little elbow. And Curry didn't say anything to him. He just went to the ref and says, like, he's holding me. And then LeBron has to come over and beef with him. I don't know why I found that so comical to see LeBron, like, barking at Curry. He seems like almost like this little child, high school kid. You really what are you going to bully up on on Curry? Because first yeah. you say, "Look at me as a tough guy in great yeah, shape," but now yeah. look at me picking on the little guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, mm-hmm. I agree, and he's the bigger flopper out of all of them. That's the oh, crazy absolutely. thing. I, you, yeah, my girlfriend just calls him a fish because every time come he, La- he's flopping all over. Yeah, call him Lambertbron. Yeah, <laughs> Bill yeah. Lambertbron. Yeah, no kidding. That's that's how I look at it. Yeah, you guys want to do? Who would you toss before we yeah, get off? What do you think? Yeah. yeah. Let's I go. mean yeah, off. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah off yeah. air. I don't mean get off. Yeah. Because, you know, I like you guys, but not that much. Yeah. We'll work <laughs> on that later. <laughs> no, I'm tossing out. Uh, I'm going, uh, really, I'm tossing LeBron out because specifically of that. He, that frustrated me so much when I saw a player of his stature really lower himself just to be, like, n- that's just below him, really. Is he upset that there were what's called Jordan rules, but there are no LeBron rules? There are star rules. Yeah, is LeBron? Yeah, is LeBron. There are star rules. And we know that the marquee players might get the call here and there. Jordan, you remember that that saying called the Jordan rules? Yeah, yeah. Do you think he's pissed that there aren't LeBron rules? Not in the finals. He can't do that in the finals. But is he pissed in general? Yeah, I I think he's pissed or frustrated with the amount of contact. He's going up against a very good defensive team. But really... In the finals, you're not going to be able to get away with that. Like The refs are going to let you get away with contact, yeah. all kinds right. of arm checking. In the regular season, that's where the rules, you know, like he's used to getting those calls throughout the regular yeah. season. Right. That's what's so frustrating it, but now. But yesterday, nobody got him. Yeah. And nobody that, well, and it, it was a rough game. And we saw shots that uh, got their hands slapped. Yeah. Yes. And everybody's looking so. It's got to be tough for the players yeah. to go. Two weeks ago, this was an easy foul, and now it's not a foul, so it's frustrating everybody. And in NBA Finals, there's at least one game, at least one game, that takes this kind of tone, where the that, refs that swallow was, the riffle, yeah. whistles yeah. and yeah. let them go. And Because really, it, it draws more attention to the game. It makes it so people are more invested in the game. I want to see the game when they let them play. And that's it, what they're doing. Right. It doesn't oh, have to that be... That was last night, man. But, it doesn't have to be but played But do you around. want shots being adjusted by a slapped hand, so all of a sudden a three-point shot, you foul him. It doesn't even get to the free throw line. No, no, you if go, you, just let him. Right, play. I'm with you on that. If, if if you if you can see it and you know what happened, and you don't necessarily have to go to replay, that's a foul. But I'm saying when I'm talking about playground rules, if you're if you're, I love to hack. Listen, I don't claim to be a shooter. I I love to rebound because I'll go up and throw my hip into you. Yeah. So I don't want to see somebody get hurt. I don't want to see you throw somebody with a hip check that throws them down or come down hard on a block and cause a concussion. Yeah. But if there's a little more pushing and shoving, I'm okay. A yeah, little more. Well, then you like last night. Yeah, you I like last night. You like Detroit back in the day. That's I know. I like him because my, my Bulls didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> well, and but it really, the, the Detroit team had a precedent. They went and did that throughout the entire season. Right. Yeah. In the playoffs. They made the, a name for themselves, too. Yeah. Me. And in the finals, though. In the finals, the refs are known. They're notorious see, for just letting them go. Do you see GSW? You know, do you see the Warriors? At, I, I don't see them as a hack team. Yeah. And I don't see the Cavaliers as a hack team. Yeah. Now, though, I see more hacking from Cleveland because of desperation. I don't know if you said this when we were off air, Tom, or on air, but there is no beast in the East. You had Cleveland, and that was it, really. Yeah, that's it. it. No one else that was going to – Toronto, not bad, but they're no, not No, they there. weren't tested at all at coming all. in here. And, and for announcers to say they had momentum, that's all we heard about – 
you had a great series with San Antonio right. and Oklahoma City and Oklahoma City and Goal. These guys are beating up each other. And night after night, GSW's yeah, coming back. And, yeah. and I personally believe any team that came out of the West would do we'll the same it. thing to Cleveland right now. Oh, yeah. up 3-1 and winning five or six. I, I, Cle- uh, I don't know about any team out of the West, I think. I no, think- no, no. San Antonio, oh, Oklahoma yes. City. It's I agree definitely with you. Definitely Oklahoma teams. City, I think. It's right there. Yeah, I, I, mean, I agree. It's right there. But how announcers shift so quickly, uh, and all of a sudden it was like they have momentum. Yeah. Would they get 58 games or something like that? Yeah. Against a team that has 73 has fought these amazing teams to be here, and how do you give it to the someone who how walked through the series? in the East do teams get into the playoffs sub-500? Oh, yeah. Sub-500 teams in the East. And did, they the lost two games to the Raptors, right? Yeah. Wasn't it oh, yeah. To the Raptors. Yeah, to the Raptors. And then we're comparing it that they have momentum coming in. I was Unbelievable. Confused. And so, how many people jumped off of uh, Steph Curry's bandwagon uh, after they uh, had that yeah, cold game in three? That's mine. That's ah, mine. Oh, is that yours? Yeah, All right, well, who are you tossing? Then do it. Well, there you I go. Had, I had this whole diatribe where I was going to kill like everybody from Stephen A. Smith and all Love the it. announcers that are just jumping. But I, <laughs> the one I'm going to go after is Colin Cowherd because oh, I woke up to him one day when uh, Golden State was down 3-1. to one. Right. And it didn't bother me because now all of a sudden the ex- everybody's an expert saying they picked Oklahoma City. It was absolutely bullshit. Bullshit. And full yeah. of shit. What I was upset about was the fact he was now challenging and questioning their win last year of a championship. Yeah. Now, because now, they weren't at full, because they weren't at full strength. No, right? no, no, no. Because Cleveland wasn't yeah, at full yeah, strength. Yeah, in theory, right. A lot of people so, were saying that. So when they, yeah, but when they walked <laughs> through the season and broke the record of seventy three, yeah. there was a lot of people saying this is the history of basketball. This is the new turn. One of the greatest teams of all time. Yep. And as soon as they got down, him especially jumped in and just trashed them and trashed Curry. Yeah. And, and here's the great, not the greatest. What drove me crazy. He's. Six one six two. It says six Curry. three. Yeah. People argue he's around six one. Shoes about one hundred eighty pounds. And this is what he said. He said, "Take away his great shot, and he's nothing. He's just an average person. He's a CEO of a company. Then probably no, who knows no, what he is? No, but, he, but but I'm saying right. That's like saying you take away the a guy's." Arm that throws a hundred and two, right. he's nothing. That's yeah. what he does. Or take away a steering the, wheel, and I can't turn left yeah, on the eighty five hundred. He's the greatest shooter of all time, and he's right. saying, "Well, if you take away his shot, you got nothing." He's def- he's not a bad defender, though. Yeah, C- completely agree with all yeah. that. And excuse me, a little bit of a ball handler. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Amazing rebounds. fucking passer. Yeah. He had more but rebounds he, he through was, half the game yesterday than anyone yeah, else. Yeah. He was comparing him to a physical specimen. Of like LeBron. LeBron. No, of LeBron. Okay. He was talking LeBron. about LeBron. And I just thought, man, we just came a long way from the, one of the greatest teams of all time two right. weeks ago to last year was a fluke. So when they started winning again, he did not change. He basically said, well, if I knew Oklahoma was going to do this, and I knew because he chose Oklahoma every game after right. that, every game after that. And he would never apologize. It was just, well, if I knew Durant was going to go three for this, and it was always, as we said about the last guy, the onus was always on him. Right. And now, (laughs) without being a revisionist, we're going to look back, if they win in five, and say now Cleveland was at full strength, and they beat him worse than they did last year. So is it relevant now, or does it matter? Are you going to make this about yourself and spin it around? So Always make it about yourself. That, every time I listen to him, it pisses me so off. Lo- but again, I go back to what you said with the UFC guy. When Coward started getting controversial, 
he could flip. Yeah, his, he could course. throw his middle finger up at ESPN because yeah. yeah. everyone else is throwing money yeah, at him. Yeah, He's got no. a show on HBO. Absolutely, couldn't have had that with ESPN. You know, I mean, I just think the flip flop thing is it just Stephen A. Smith, yeah, Cal- yeah, Cowher, no, oh, Skip Bayless, Skip yeah. Bayless. Oh, you know, Skip we Bayless. talked about the few that we really like that just stay calm and say this team was great tonight and yeah. not celebrate the other team lost the game, but yep. the uh, this yeah. team won. Yep. And then there's always people to poke at and blame, and it just takes for me. It's like these guys are the best of the fucking best. It's so yep. amazing watching these from UFC fighters to these specimen basketball players doing crazy stuff. Why can't we just enjoy it? Yeah, you're pissed off when your team loses. I get that. Who is That's it? the su- right. excitement. But you still can't look at the other team. And that mm, I agree. A, that was a balling team right I there. Agree. Yeah. But. All right, I'm tossing off. We did a lot of sports and politics this show, you guys. We, yeah, we did talk about the consent thing. You want to go back to Bieber, your favorite song? Yeah, my Bieber. No, no, no. I'm, I'm going to toss off those who dislike dating websites. Huh. A little okay. different spin. You know, I've read a lot recently that, oh, there's too many fake bots. They call it bait. You know, bots on there. Yeah. Where the site sets it up just to bait you on. And okay. that stuff does happen. But you got free ones like Bumble, Tinder. Uh, you have Thrinder. For, for three couples ways. that are looking for threesomes. For gay men, you have Grinder. I know Tom's looking to write this all down. Write this down. You have Grinder. You have Match. You have eHarmony. You have J Date. You have Mormon Date. You have Farmer Date. FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnly.com. You have Swingy, S W I N G E E, for those who want to be a couple, maybe not play with other couples, just be around other couples that are open minded. Mm. It's the haters. And the reason I want to toss them off is A, you get what you pay for. So when it is free, that's what you're getting. Yeah. You're gonna. There are gonna be advertisements, guys. Yeah. There are gonna be spam bots on there to try and direct you somewhere else. Learn to know the difference. Yeah. If all you see is a picture, one picture, and a name and an age, it's probably fake on Tinder. But let's stop hating. Let's start loving again. If you're single and you want to meet people, there's a right way to do it, the wrong way to do it, and the worst way to do it is to to knock everything and everyone. Yeah. Make these profiles, guys, women. Not with love necessarily, because don't show up and throw up, but make yourself appealing. Stop hating. Your first photo, make it a nice photo of you. Your second photo, make it something you're interested in. You know, if you do workout, okay, at the gym. If you do climb or hike, hiking. Third photo can be a group photo, but they've already seen what you look like. So it's not every photo you're with somebody else and they're like, ah, it's probably the dude I don't want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably the girl I don't want. But have fun with it. So I want to toss off the hate. We have a lot of haters. Yeah. But the haters of dating websites, because right now the majority of people meet That's online. Yeah. What bar can you go to and have access to the information of almost 50, 60,000 members of the same sex or opposite sex? Nowhere. Yeah. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe these people are, you know, so can't sell themselves on the merits of their own personality. Right. So they're single and hating it. Right. And when you are on there, if you don't want to be a hater, look in the mirror first. Yeah. If you are not who you want to be, then become who you want to be. Yeah. But Stay write down. until then. Yeah. Stay offline until then, or at least write down who you are so that if you get to meet somebody and if you develop a relationship, you don't do what I call, which is dating your way to divorce. You pretend to like this. You pretend not to do that. You're married six months because you date the whole way. You get down the aisle. Yep. You're married six months, and then it's, oh, man, I really am not a vegan. I can't eat this anymore. Right. Or, no, I really do like Metallica. Too bad you only like Justin Bieber. I'm going to a Metallica concert. So I want to toss off haters of the internet dating sites. Okay. There you go. I like that one.
Yeah. No, that's a good one. I, I, I can I can line up with that. That's uh, if we had more time, then I'd jump on all the haters on computers. <laughs> Seriously, but, uh, let's let's can save we just that throw every hater, hater on there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we cro- you know we covered a lot of that with some of the Trump stuff, the Trump stuff, what happened with the uh, the Colin consent, Coward and the Colin Coward Swimmer and all that. Yeah, Sheesh. but you know what? It's time. It's time to get off stage. Yeah. See you guys next week. <laughs>